two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories of the past week, and we rant along the way. If you're thinking this is deja vu, you might be right. Uh, I had to start over because we literally lost power about three minutes ago, um, and we kicked back on, so we're good to go. Uh, those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, the weekly podcast goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and we rant along the way. On today's show, we're going to be talking about, let me bring it back up, because I had it up, and then I got shut down. Uh, we're going to be talking about the rumored Batman game, perhaps coming out later this year. Fallout 76 Wastelanders, we're going to be talking about Warcraft 3 Reforged Debacle, about Blizzard. We're going to be talking um, about uh, Metroid Prime, we're going to be talking about PlayStation 5, Grand Theft Auto 6, Ultima Online, I know, it's 13 years old game. We're going to be talking about Ultima Online. We're going to be talking about the Disney Hotel that's opening up uh, sooner than later. It's a, it's one year away from opening up. And then we're going to be talking about Microsoft's future. Uh, so that is what we're talking about. You can listen to us every single week, Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern, right here on Mixer.com slash 30 and still gaming. You can also listen to us after the fact on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Anchor.fm. Once again, make sure you hit those links below if you want to listen to us, you know, when you're out and about in the car at work doing gardening, whatever you feel. All right, so, Sarge, how you, how you doing? How's it going? I know we just did this. How's it How's it going? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's interesting. All right, so, let's talk about the very first story tonight is the Batman rumored. Okay, so there's... There's two stories. I did. Uh, I do an audio version, GXG micro episodes every single day of the week. Okay, every single day. Oh, for fuck's sake! There's Sarge. Go ahead, Sarge. Say something. See, I told there you. There it goes. If All I right. start, if I start talking, the audio goes out. I told you. What happened was, what happened was when we got disconnected, it it automatically mutes the mics, and I had Sarge muted, so he's good. We're good. Yeah, he's he should be fine now. We're all good Check. here. We're Check. all we're all good here. All right, so on the very first story of the week, I always love getting frazzled like that. Like I'm, 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 I get in a state of mind, I'm ready to go, and then bam, someone kicks me in the nuts. <laughs> it's just like what just right. happened. Um, so I do a GXG micro episode every single day of the week. All right, every single day, seven days a week for the entire year. Back to back episodes. I've talked about. We had one rumor break on um, on Wednesday. Or Tuesday. Which rumor? Batman, uh, the new Batman game coming out. You okay. mean the reboot? The, re the re remastered. Reboot. No, reboot. It's a reboot? It's a reboot. It's okay. not remastered. It's rebooted. Uh, and then the day after that, they had another rumor about the same game with more information. So, Batman rumor. Okay. Rumor, new Batman game is being rebooted. Will kick off a DC gaming universe. Which I like this. I like the sound of the DC. We we have this in movies right now, right? We have this in movies with the um, with the Star Wars universe. Then we have now we have uh, the Marvel universe. Now we have the DC universe. 
But Warner Brothers. But DC's not really a universe. It's more like of a, a back alley with a <laughs> trash can in it. Well, they're coming out with games, okay, to be part of the DC gaming universe. So, after the reboot of this, okay, they have other movies. Like right now in the movie industry, right now we have Birds of Prey that comes out tonight, tomorrow, okay? After this, we have Wonder Woman that comes out in, I think, July, June or July. Okay, Wonder Woman 1984. Then we don't see a new Batman film until the following summer of June of 2021. Right after that, we get we get another um, Shazam, we get another Aquaman, we get another uh, we get a new Flash movie, we get uh, there's a, there's a couple other ones. Oh, uh, a Black Adam. Okay, we have a whole bunch of DC movies coming out now that in the next three years there's going to be six movies okay six movies in the next three years of dc um with the batman and probably another justice league movie right oh and um what's the one that wasn't very suicide squad suicide squad 2 is coming out as well so what they're doing for the for the film industry they're doing for the game go ahead what you're gonna say no with that many movies coming out they better they better have that announcer come out and start announcing the dc movies what do you mean Birds of Prey isn't a DC movie? Yes, it is. It's, it takes place in the DC universe. It's Harley Quinn. Oh, oh I, I would think so. It's Joker, right? Yeah. Harley Quinn. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> but maybe it's made by maybe it's made by somebody else. They, they, what do you mean they, it's not done by DC? DC owns the rights of Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. It's part of DC. All of it's part it's of a, DC. It's crap. It's a crap movie. War, anyway. Warner Brothers is is making it. If I'm not mistaken. Anyway, the DC gaming universe, they're doing Batman. And in this Batman game, okay, they're redoing or a reboot of the Arkham series. Okay. And in this, they're going to have co-op. Now, they don't know too much about the co-op, but you can be part of the Bat family. Meaning you could be Dick Grayson, right? Ooh. You could be Dwayne Wade, his, uh, his, his son. You could be Batgirl, um, uh, Lucius Fox, right? You could be maybe these characters. Maybe you could be Catwoman. Maybe you could be Harley Quinn, like the anti-hero type of stuff. It'd be interesting to see what happens if you could do the story with co-op or if it's just like a multiplayer extra extra type of uh, of things as well. So that's interesting. I, I actually liked it. I thought this Batman game series was phenomenal back in the day, right? And I, I've always been waiting for the next iteration or the next sequel of it. And I always said when I played the first one, I said, man, I wish this was co-op where you could be like Batman and Robin or whatever and, and playing through the game uh, together. Maybe this is it. Maybe this is the way that it, it, it happens. Now, we don't know if Montreal, Warner Brothers Games Montreal is doing it or we don't know if Rocksteady is doing it. Okay. Now, Rocksteady is the one that did all the other ones. Montreal is the one that did the Origins, I think, I believe. If they do come out with this, which is likely because... Two of the three games have come out in October, okay, in the past. One came out, I believe, in, like, July, okay, or, yeah, July. So, if it does come out, it's definitely coming out for the new old systems and the new systems. And if it comes out in October, that would just verify that, yes, it is coming out for this system, and it also could be a launch title um, for the next one. Or do you think if it does come out, it's just for the new consoles? But if it has an October release, that wouldn't make sense if all the new systems come out in November, right? You're not putting a game out before the consoles come out. 
What do you think? There's so much to compile here. The Batman games were done very well. The DC movies are total garbage compared to oh, the yeah. Marvel movies. Yeah, but but what so I'm saying anytime, is... Anytime they try to... They, well, cause, because knowing them, they're going to try to pair up the movie with the video game, correct? Or one way, one way or the other, right? So as soon as we get a release date on the movie, we'll know when the video game comes out. Well, we already have a release. The movie comes out June of 2021 for the Batman right, movie. So, so then, either, then it's going to be either a spring release... Or it's going to be a Christmas release. So you think to get the game done or not? You think they're going to push? Okay, so you think within the next twelve months it'll be out? Like this time next year, it'll yeah, be they're out. Gonna, they're going to push out a turd in order to match it with the movie. That's standard operating. Well, I don't think it's going to be a turd. Uh, Rocksteady's games have all been really good. I, I get it, but see the, the thing. The thing that I pay attention to is is what's the discussion? When did they start? When did the game start? When did they just start discussing this? They don't. They no one said anything. Well, it's been all, rumored. No, all of a sudden, the game comes out. Well, it's been rumored that this game has been worked on for about five years now. So the reboot of Arkham has been being worked on for five years by yes. Rocksteady. Rocksteady has supposedly been rumored been working on this for about five years, but there's been no evidence of them working on it. These are the first leaks of the game coming out. There's also a leak that um, they've been working on an open world Superman game. Okay. And that's that's going to be a tough one to swallow. That's a tough one always. I showed footage of the Nintendo 64 one. Now they the had the most horrible Superman game of all time. Not even a Superman game, like video game. It's like terrible. Okay. The problem I talked about this on the, on on the Daily Grind. Like the hard part about Superman is he's the best. Superman. Like he's Superman. He's super strong. We'll, we'll he's got super fighting. Right. And and do you give everyone like kryptonite and then then it's really no point of being Superman, right? Because then he's just a normal person then, basically, fighting normal people, right? So when you make a Superman game, he's got to go up against, like, Superman-type powers or other, maybe, aliens or something, right? Well, it can't just be Lex Luthor with Kryptonite because then well, there's no point of actually playing the fucking exactly game. Let's do exactly what we're supposed to do. Let's, let's just pick, let's pick General Zod. And the other two people, and have them fight them after they break out of the Phantom Zone, like that kind of that kind of video game. At least, at least that way you'll have like three major bosses to fight, and then everybody else is trying to mess with you as you're playing the game. You know, I mean, otherwise, it's listen, it's with that kind of with that kind of uh, overpoweredness as Superman, it's very hard to construct a game that's meaningful that you don't feel like. There's no challenge. Like what? What? Right. It's like putting a cheat code in, and you're in, you're invulnerable, basically. Right. I'm invulnerable. Right. Like what am I? What am I? What am I worried about? Like, and, and let's say, let's say that you put a cool combat system in, right? Like the Batman Arkham combat or, system. or Spider-Man, right? Right. Who, who, who cares? I, I'm Superman. Like, what does Superman really need to do? All that ninjutsu shit? No. He just. What, okay. What about what about this? I came up with this idea the other day. What about if they did an origin story of of, of Superman, but he's Young Clark Kent, right? He's not Superman yet. Well, you want Smallville now? Yeah, like a Smallville, right? Based the reason I'm saying this is because like Batman's a regular guy, okay? And during the Batman game, you're unlocking new bat gear to make him more powerful as you go, right? He's still Kung Fu man, he still can punch people, but now he's got like a grappling hook and a thing and he's just sneaking around and, and pellets and stuff. Like he unlocks those as he goes. In Spider-Man, okay, Spider-Man's super strong. He can leap like super tall and swing, and he's got super reflexes. But during the Spider-Man game, you're unlocking abilities, right? Where you have better senses, you have different 
different gear and stuff. So what about if Superman is not the full-fledged Superman? So as you're playing the game, you like do a quest, and all of a sudden you learn how to use your heat vision, right? You learn how to use your your. your... You want an you want an origin story video game? I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think how can they do Superman in a way where you just don't feel like it's fucking Superman. I'm I'm punching thing. I'm going to murder everybody. You know what I mean? Because that to me will get boring. But if you had a nice story of him becoming Superman, yeah, and I think, then no, I, I think you got to go the complete opposite. I think you got to make Superman go against like ast- astronomical stuff, like universal killing machine power. Well, here you got to go the other way. Well, there was a Man of Steel game. There was a Man of Steel game, okay, that was supposed to come out, but it got crashed in, like, 2013, 2015, okay? It looked fantastic. It looked really good. The reason I'm saying, like, the origin story, like a Spider-Man evolution system or a Batman evolution system to make him stronger and better and then he becomes Superman is because that gives you a whole game, okay? And then you can end it, and he becomes Superman. It ends the sequel is now him being Superman in the next game, and then you could do what you're doing, where he's, like, epic, like, super strong. So you're almost it's becoming... Very, it's very difficult to make a I know, game. I know, that's what I'm saying. There's got to be... you got to think outside the box. You can't just put Superman in a game, and I don't want it like N64, where i got to fly through fucking circles. You know what I'm saying? And, like, just... I'm flying. Superman, Superman 64 is the E.T. Of, of, yeah. of, of that generation. Yes, yes. It should be in a landfill a- with a- it. A- absolutely. So anyway... That'd be hard to do with the with the Superman, but let me hear what you guys think down down below in the comments section on YouTube or over on Anchor. Uh, chime in, even in chat. What do you guys think about a Superman game? It's really hard about a Superman game. What do you guys think about this new Batman game coming out? If it's if it's real I mean, or not? They they couldn't even do the Superman movie correctly when they rebooted the Superman movie. Like that's that's why I'm already concerned. Right. You know. I mean, uh, uh, listen. It's 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 a great IP. It's fucking Superman. He's the greatest superhero of all time. But for some reason, but because of his because of Superman, it's almost impossible to make a video game. Well, it's almost impossible to make a movie as well, right? That's why they give him the love interest and have him have him heart because if it wasn't for humans and him caring for the humans of Earth, he wouldn't give it. He just. He just go around just murdering everybody and end the story, right? Like that's why he's got that's compassion. Not, that's not exactly what I mean. It's just I don't want to get into the, a movie conversation about the Man of Steel movies. It's it's too painful. It's too painful. <laughs> All right. It's, uh, Speaking of painful, let's let's go on to the next story of Fallout seventy six Wastelanders Edition. They did they did release the trailer. We're, we'll show that right now. Uh, as it plays, we'll does anyone st- recognize we'll- the female character that's talking? I do. It's, it's well, it's the it's vault. A, it's it's an exact drawing. No, nope, it's an exact drawing of Desdemona with a different voice. Well, the voice is the vault. Uh, is the is the the leader of the vault that you you came out of? Well, that's that's fine. What I'm telling you though is, the drawing of the person is Desdemona. Like they just moved her over. They didn't draw a new person. They just moved her over. That's Desdemona. Right there, that was Desdemona. The leader of the railroad. Oh, Chicken Walker. Now it's Silent Hill. Well, those guys have always been... Alright. 
So we'll leave that there while we talk about it. Fallout 76. Okay. <laughs> the NP- it has a release date of April 7th. Now, they did say that it was supposed to come out in quarter one, which is now coming out in quarter two, just a couple days. Right? I think the end of quarter one is like March 22nd or something like that. Um, so it's coming out in the beginning of quarter two. Fallout 76, this... I know it's hard to believe this, right? That this could make or break the game. Now, when I say that, I mean it could make or break the game for the actual people that are enjoying the game right now, right? Because the whole time they've been playing this game is because they released this last year during the summertime and said, "This is this we're coming out with this," right? And everyone's like, "Oh, I can't wait for Fallout." Because this is what Fallout was, what people thought they wanted at the very beginning, and Fallout, or Bethesda didn't give this to them, right? They gave it to them a year and a half later, which I just want to say, I predicted, right? I predicted, I said this in May of 2018, I said, when they first released this, I said, they'll probably make the NPCs a year, a year and a half after the fact, okay? So, I hope this does, look, I don't want any game ever to, like, bomb. Right, I don't hate Bethesda. I don't. I want them to to make that U turn and be like, "All right, guys, it was a rough, it was a rough two years because they're, they're right. They're right where they want to be. I don't understand what you think. You the, think that they're no, you no. think that they're worried? No, they're I, not worried. They're I, right where they want to be. I know. What I'm saying is, it takes Meanwhile, it takes West Virginia. <laughs> it takes three to five years to make a video game. Right, and they didn't work on this game for three to five years beforehand. They only worked on it no. for about six months, and now they've worked on it for another twelve months. So they've had eighteen yeah. months to yeah. figure out. <laughs> which is, which is, for some reason, the golden amount of time for a triple A game trying to come out immediately. Right, is eight is eighteen months. Right, right. Yeah. So, what I'm saying is, look, I want this game to be good because this goes into one of those games that is just fun with other people. Like when I play with Duplis and I play with Atomic and I played, I think we played with Tweak for a bit, right? Like. It's fun with other people. It's a fun game when you're playing with other people, but then when something goes wrong, you're just like, it's like, no, I'm good. It leaves a bad taste in your mouth, right? I had fun for 82 hours. I had fun with this game, okay? And then, right, right, until I got stuck in my power armor. And then hour 83, when I got stuck in my power armor, I was like, what is this shit? I was like, this is terrible. Then the frame rate started like, so hopefully, hopefully, that was like a year ago. Okay, hopefully they've got their shit together, okay, and that this NPC stuff is, I don't know, half as shitty as what they gave us, right? Because half as shitty as what they gave us is still shitty, but it's a lot better to take, it's a, you know, sometimes you have to take cough medicine, and you're like, well, I don't really like cherry, I'll take the strawberry flavor. It's still fucking cough medicine, you still don't like it, but you need a better flavor sometimes, right? So hopefully this is a better flavor of shit that comes at you for the next six months or whatever for the Wastelanders. I hope this does well for them. I hope it does well, meaning it kind of turns around and people will start going, okay, this is the game that we thought Fallout 76 was going to be, okay, and they can make that turn. I don't think that's going to happen. And then as as Duplis brought up, okay, there is more hacks coming to the game, okay? I forget the, the, the hacker's name. I think his name is Erect. Erect something, um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, erect hammer, erect band, or band erect, or something. Uh, he's the one that released the the hack at Christmas time, where everyone was just stealing shit from everybody, and then Bethesda 
had to basically refund everybody just a couple weeks ago. They refunded people and they made and everyone that got their shit stolen got all their stuff back and they were very impressed with Bethesda how they get, how they replied and got back to everybody, right? Yeah, that's that's not impressive. But it is that's, impressive to the, the fans. It's it's that should be standard but procedure. They're impressed the so, fans you, are when impressed. You do, when you do what you're supposed to do, it shouldn't be impressive. I, I got it. Like like if a doctor saves your life, right. it's not impressive. Right. You're you're grateful. Right. Right when the accountant th- does your taxes, right, right, that's it's not impressive. That's what he's, he's supposed doing his to do. Job. Right, right. When you make a video game, if the game doesn't work or if the game actually works, it's not impressive. I it's, get it. It's what it's supposed to do. Right. Let's, so let's not let's not downsize everything because we're trying to find a ray of sunshine in the sewer that <laughs> is this game. So okay? so now the guy came out with new hacks. The hacks that are out there now is he you could put a uh, like a. a a code in where you can see all the elements and all the stuff that pops up on the screen and tells you where all the the stuff is, so you can just go get it. Right? There's an incumbent. Well, well that takes out a lot of the time, doesn't right? It? Right, right. There's another hack where you don't get overcome now. Right? You can just keep no, piling no, the no stuff. Encumber- no encumberment. Yeah. You just no encumberment. You can just do whatever you want. Run around. And the best part is it also takes place in the PvP as well. Okay. There's right. al- there's also a. Um, infinity glitch where basically you can see as far as you want there is no fog of war so you can see all the players from clear across the map because one it labels them and two you can actually see them because there's no fog of war that's also garbage right so these are all hacks that this one guy is creating so my question to you sarge this is a guy who does these mods and does these hacks and he's very public about it right and he releases these things what can Bethesda do that he just keeps he just keeps coming out with this stuff, right? They don't ban him. They don't they don't know who he is. They they know his name on the forums, but they don't know who he is in the actual game. I would assume. Right. So let let's discuss let's discuss the mindset of any hacker, right? It's to prove something, right? A hacker does what they do to prove they're right. better than than the company actually doing their own game. That's that's a power trip, right? And so. I believe that this guy is not doing it for a complete power trip. I believe that this guy is doing it to, in order to show Bethesda and the actual people who to still fi- play Bethesda fix, games. Fix your shit. Right? That you're, you, you have antiquated software. It's, it's, time, to re, it's time to invest in this, into the structure of your IP. Like a new engine, change up some things. Right, but the creation engine, as they call it, or Gamebryo, or whatever, whatever slang term they use for the actual engine, has so many. Even though it's the ease of convenience in order to use it, which is why all the mods were able to made for Skyrim and Fallout over the years, we completely understand. But in a in a world where you are trying to make an MMO or a multiplayer faceted game where PvP matters and whatnot, you can't have all the access. To the game like this engine does and so he does this in order to make everyone understand that it's not this game is not going to be what you think it is it'll never be what you think it is because they are trying to use antiquated software period right now if bethesda actually cared like legitimately cared they would have been working on a new engine and it would have came out they, they, it would have came out prior to 76 and that way, it'd have been a closed system. You wouldn't have, you wouldn't be able to have mods. I understand no mods, but it would have been their baby to do, their, their baby to work with. And now it's not. It's don't, just this. 
It's a sack of shit, bro. Don't don't it's a sack of shit. If I okay, if I was Bethesda, I worked for Bethesda. I was the leader of Bethesda, and this guy, I found out that you were the guy, Sarge. You were the guy that was hacking my game all the time, right? No matter what we do. Now every time you do a hack, I gotta take five of my guys. And they got to battle what you're doing all the time, right? Well, there's only 12 guys working no, no, on the game no, no, anyway. I understand so that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I get it. Right, but what I'm saying half is, why, why, don't, why don't they reach out to him and say, look, we'd like to give you a job, and your job is to do exactly what you're doing right now, right? But instead of hacking him and releasing it to the public, is to fix the nope. stuff that we're doing. A hacker, a true hacker will not work for the man. A true hacker works for himself. He does not work for the man. That's number one. Number two, I believe that the guy who's doing this works for Bethesda. Really? Absolutely. And okay, believe, so give me give me I your believe, method. Go ahead. I I believe that the guy that's currently doing all this stuff for Bethesda is is, is now it's either a current employee or someone who was fired, right during the project when it was being made, and this is his way of of letting everyone know that it's complete and total garbage. Right, but because he's but he's a big fan. His, no, no, but he's a big yeah. fan. He's got a lot of hours in the game. I'm I'm sure he is. I'm sure he is. Maybe he was originally a tester. Maybe he was originally one of the guys that tested all the stuff. But, but this is where we are. How come? Let's put it this way. Wouldn't that be How funny? Come there's not a mountain of guys doing this. How come it's just one guy? Like there's some things going on, but like this guy's like on top of it all the whole time. Because there's always like, there's always there's always one person. Like if you're if you open up a, a donut shop. Right, thousands and thousands of people come into your donut shop, but there's that one guy or girl that comes in every morning, every morning, right when the sign turns on, says fresh donuts. That person's there, right? It's like obsessed with donuts and wants to know everything about it. No matter what you do in life, there's always someone that's going to be more interesting than you are in what you're working on, right? There's people that work on the game, and then there's the fans that love the game. There's fans that make the or people that work on the movie, but there's a fan who loves everything about that movie. So much so, they have more information about the lore and the stuff than the actual people making the thing itself. Because the person that makes is making this particular game or making this particular movie or writing this particular book might have only wrote one book in the series. But meanwhile, Uber Geek has has read all the books, have played all the games, have read all the Lord stories, and they know more about the stuff than the actual people making the game because people come and go because they get hired and fired, people, and they move on to different he projects, knows, but they knows, know everything, the insides and out of everything. Yeah, but the kind of hacks that this guy is doing, he's definitely somebody, he's definitely a pro, he, I'm telling you, he works, he used to work for Bethesda or currently it's a good. It's Bethesda. a good theory. I mean, it's a good theory. Wouldn't that be funny if he is working for Bethesda and he's getting paid by them, right? He's get, He's working right now. They don't know that he's yeah. he's the guy. He's getting paid by Bethesda, and then they offer him a job, and he's like, "Yeah, I'll take it." Right? So he's getting paid twice. <laughs> That'd be fucking hilarious. I don't know. I don't know if he's getting paid twice, but I, I believe that this he, he's probably trying to do it for the benefit of the company because he still he still he still enjoys the company, but he doesn't like what they've been doing for the last X number of years, and this is why he's doing what he These These kind of hacks are very, very I, particular. I look at it... Very in, particular. See, I look at it in a different way. I look at it as this guy is a super uber fan of Fallout, okay? And what they gave in this particular uh, release of the game, he's like, this is this is stupid. This is bad. He goes, I... You know, you know when someone's speeding behind you and you're in a car... And you can just move over and slow that car down, right? And you feel like, 
a superhero. You feel like you're doing your part. That's being, that's being a dick. Well, no, but listen to what I'm saying, right? You feel like you could slow this guy down because you 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 could you could do something to stop him from speeding, right? These guys are being reckless with their video game, and this guy is a, just a, a citizen that's like, you know what? I don't like the way they're doing this. I'm going to break their game so they have to fix it. Right, he does it on purpose because he just loves to do what he's doing. All right, he's he's hacking, he's coding, he's modding, he's doing whatever he. he that's what he does. He's a model builder, he's a painter, whatever. He likes to he likes to create this type of stuff. And since Bethesda won't fix their game unless it's released, because if he's the only person doing it, they don't care. It's a blip on the radar. But right. he publicly releases this information every time. Like, just he's like, hey. I made these things. This is out for release. Anyone can use them. Don't 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 abuse it, right? Like that's what he says every single time, and that's that's the thing. I think because he's releasing it to the public, he wants Bethesda to be like, oh, "Fuck this guy, man. This guy's did it again. How is he doing this, right?" And he, and they have to fix their game because they don't want to fix the game. They don't. No, they, know they don't we know they don't right. want to fix. They the don't game. want to fix the game. They want to. They want to move this on. Not a surprise, right. people. They don't want to fix the game. Right. Listen, if if I don't have to fix something and I'm still collecting money from you, why would I fix it? Right. I, I don't right. understand the thought process. Anybody doesn't understand. So, about this. so this is why I think this guy's doing it. I think he's doing this on purpose. So Bethesda has to fix the game because otherwise they wouldn't fix it. They wouldn't fix it. They would just be like, yeah, whatever. We don't care. This guy's right. like, this guy's like, oh, you can do this, 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 this. There's 15 things that he he hacked into and he's releasing. It's out right now. You can you can. Go hack 15 different things and yeah. completely breaks the game, right? And get this, Wastelanders is coming on Steam. But that's, but we're having fun, bro. Right? It's that's, coming that's, it's coming out on Steam. The most important thing about a game like this <laughs> is no matter how it's many a, hacks or about people the are trying to shit on your parade, as long as the game is fun, everything's okay. Right. <laughs> right? So I I hope they get their shit together, right? So the reason I want to talk about the next story, right, which is you're, you're, you're like, well, how does this pertain, obtain to, to what we just are talking about? I want to talk about a game that's like 13 years old, okay? And this guy's a fan of Fallout 76, and he wants it fixed. And here we are with Ultima Online. Ultima Online, those of you that don't know what Ultima Online is, it's the first, okay, MMORPG out there, right? This is... This well, it's, it's not the first... It's, it's the first done... Where you're actually in the world, you see it as opposed to being like a mud, right, or like a text-based MMO. Okay, like yes. <clears throat> so Ultima Online is promising the biggest and boldest update in over a decade. I mean, just updating it would be pretty bold, right? I mean, they don't even have to just just I mean, saying I, you're updating I, I, I lost, it. I, listen, I was, I was, not was. I mean, I am, oh. but I have played all the Ultima games. I remember like, when this from game the, from the beginning, from the beginning of time. Right. Yeah. If, if anyone, if you don't understand what Ultima Online is, if you if you go online and you type in uh, Richard Garrett, uh, that's his name. He it came out in 1997, Sarge. He goes by uh, Lord British is his, is his name, like his nickname in the game and stuff. But it's Richard Garrett, and he is the creator of a game called Aklabeth, which was a you know like a top down MMO type thing. No MMO, but like a, a, a action RPG basically. And it was a storyline. And uh, after Aklabeth, he was a high school kid. He worked out. He did a, he did a game. And then after Aklabeth, he did Ultima 1, and he started putting a team together. Then he did Ultima 2, Ultima 3. You know, most people who are my age or a little bit older 
probably the one you think about the most is Ultima 4, which is the quest for the Avatar. And that was like a just epic, epic story uh, of, of, of the entire world. And I look at Ultima Online as like the original type of open world as like what ESO is today. Right. Like the lore of ESO is so crazy, but and still in depth about the people. Like Ultima, uh, Ultima. The, the I'm trying to remember the the, the name of the world. Uh, Etern, not, Br- no, Britann- Britann- Britannia. 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 Thank you. Attorney is He Man. Thank you. <laughs> he Man. But like uh, Britannia. So it's an amazing game. Now I played this when it first came out. 1997. Like, I, I remember, 1997. I when it first came out. 23 I years on old. Dial up. I played on dial up yeah. with this game. Yep. Okay, and it worked good. Yep. By the way, guys, I, I don't know what kind of coding they had back then, but let me tell you, I played this dial-up, and the shit worked well. Now, of course, I used to play late night because there are less people online. Everyone knows how to do this when you're when you're a gamer. Like I played like late night on purpose so there'd be less lag, right? And I remember putting paper clips and pieces of paper into the keyboard in order to uh, in order to do key macros key the macros macros yeah right right the macros for doing the skill cuz they didn't have stuff. they didn't have macros then well no not like they did today right yeah not like they did today but i, I didn't even know this game was still being played okay. that's number 1 well right. I, I remember update update how what what kind of update is he doing so so the i remember this game when you first said before ultima online came out Right, we're talking 1997. I was like 18. I think it was 18. And you were like, this game, you could be uh, a guard and you could become a leader and move your way up in the ranks of the thing. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean? You're like, yeah, you could choose what you want to be. And, and then like you could become a lord and you become all this other stuff. And I was just like, that sounds amazing. Right. And I started playing. I loved it. I loved Ultima Online. And when you weren't playing, I was playing because we had one computer and we had to share. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I thought. I thought it was amazing. So, Electric Arts Ultima Online is promising uh, to release the biggest and boldest update in over a decade. Okay, uh, the game, which first released in 1997 and quickly became the first MMO RPG to reach 100,000 subscribers, has kept an audience entertained in quite some time. While the old school MMO RPG have died off, Ultima Online have managed to maintain an impressive level of popularity for the game that originally released over two decades ago. While it doesn't have quite the popularity of RuneScape. Okay, it's still managed to maintain respectable by player base. Now, here's the thing I've always talked about in video What's games. Respect to well, hold on, base? hold on. This is what I've always this is what I've always said about video games. Everyone thinks that a game needs to have millions of people playing it, right? Millions of people playing it. Well, if it's a first person shooter, yeah. No, it doesn't matter what game it is. It does not need a million people to make the game successful. Fifty to a hundred thousand people playing your video game, and you could be like, whoop whoop. We're, we're good to go. Like, <clears throat> this is what I've always talked about season ticket holders for sports. When you look, especially in Florida, growing up, when you look at the Marlins Stadium, when it used to play in Pro Player or Joe Brobby Stadium, okay, and the stadium would be completely fucking empty, but yet we're in the playoff race, all right, and, and, and we're about to win a, a World Series, and then the, the stadium starts to fill up, and then next year they sell off the whole team and everything dies down again. You're like, how does this team stay in business, right? And you look at it. And it's exactly how they stay in business. Season ticket holders, diehard fans. That doesn't matter what your record is or how shitty your team is. They're there. 162 games. They're watching it either on TV or 81 games at your home stadium or 82 games at your home stadium. Okay, they're there. Rain, sleet, or snow. They're like the postman of delivering mail. Okay, it doesn't matter how bad your team is. They're there. 
Indian fans, you know what I'm talking about. Mets fans, you know what I'm talking about. Houston Astro fans, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, look at your teams now. You were diehard fans, okay, when they when when you were younger and they sucked. Okay, and now they're like in the championship every fucking year or in the playoffs every single year. How did they maintain that? They maintain that with this with the season ticket holders, the diehard fans. Ultima Online has diehard fans, just like any other game, right? Destiny has its online fans. You don't need a million people to play concurrently in Destiny to be successful, right? If they had 50,000 people that were the diest heart fans, and every week they came out with new stuff in the Eververse, you better believe that those people would buy that stuff and play that game and eat it up and be like, this is the greatest game ever, right? That's in every game. Doesn't matter if you're playing Ultima Online, doesn't matter if you're playing ESO, doesn't matter if you're playing Destiny, doesn't matter if you're playing Cuphead. There's people that are fans of games and they're diehard fans, right? Dark Souls, whatever you want, right? Well, how, do, how does this game even stay, how does the game stay functional? It's a, it's a like, monthly subscription I, still. I, I get it, but how many people are still playing it? I, I remember games that have, have been canceled for less population, for, for, for more population than what they have. 23 the, years. We're going to shut down the servers, everybody. Right. We're shutting down the servers. The game no longer good. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ultima Online's just, they got, a, they got a garage someplace with servers in it. They were still playing. Right. There's, there, apparently, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people. Enough, 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 enough to, 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 to make an update of the scale of size. Now, we don't know what this update is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read on. Ultima Online has gave players a lot more freedom than other games did at the time. Excuse me. Characters built up while not overly complex take a lot of thought and to have a good amount of mid-maxing potential for those who aspire to become the strongest in Britannia. Although eventually overshadowed by other games, Ultima Online has survived for a long time and decided that the engaged horde of players that the number may soon grow even larger. Okay, massively overpowered reports... Uh, Ultima Online will be dropping its biggest update soon to, to accompany another major move. The newsletter says that focus Ultima Online's new update on the future of Britannia is the future which, which includes bringing Ultima Online to the largest audience ever. It's unclear what that means, but it's easy to guess that they could allude to the recently Electric Arts, which, often which owns Ultima Online, announced that the company will be partnering up with Valve okay, to market EA games on Steam. So one, if EA is coming onto Steam... That opens up Ultima Online because remember for 23 years, Ultima Online you could only play Ultima Online through Ultima Online, right? Right. It wasn't it wasn't anywhere else. It's right. their, it's their own like browser or whatever else you had to go to. So that's that's one of the big updates. Bring it to Steam now. As the update, developers are not revealing much yet, but the team says that they are early stages of building what. They describe to be the biggest, boldest endeavor in over a decade. While this doesn't tell anything to the players as ex uh, for right now, they expect it to happen some point during March of 2020. F all right, so what I think is going to happen, Sarge, and this is just me spitballing. One, they're going to come out with Steam, right? Two, they're going to put EA, or they're going to put Ultima Online on EA Access, okay? That's just another bonus if you're paying for EA Access. And I think... Ultima Online might be coming to console. That would be a big move to get... Don't say that to me, man. Right? I don't want to have to go back to that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at it right now. The total population for that game currently is a quarter of a million people. 258,000, 259,000. There you go. Daily players anywhere between 1,500 and, 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 and 2,000 a day. I mean... Here, Ultima Online. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look up some gameplay here. This is from a year ago. Okay, the graphics, the graphics are not the uh, the grandioso here. You know what I'm saying? 
Like this is this is graphics from like 1997. This is it. This is from a year ago, folks. This is the graphics that you're playing with Ultima Online. Yeah. Okay. So I remember that. So here here's what I think. I think this is coming out for I think this is coming to come out on console. After the new system comes out. After no, 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 no. No. no, I think it's happening now on March, right now. They're going to announce it. I don't know when it releases. Okay? But it's coming to Steam and I think it's going to come to consoles. And that would make sense for the biggest audience ever, right? For because they would be able to get worldwide worldwide publicity right because if you're on steam you're on steam now i don't know what they're going to do for subscription models or anything like that i'm just spitballing right it could come out they might be changing the whole the whole environment of the game where it might be free to play right if it's free to play then they have to have microtransactions in there somewhere correct right so if it's free to play they might put microtransactions into the actual game and then the players that have been playing for 23 years they might push back but then again they're the hardcore players so they might not give a shit right They've been spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. Well, just just figure it out. Fifteen bucks a month for twenty years. That's 20, what it yeah, costs for twenty three years. Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're if you're playing right, if you're playing right now, I'll, I'll do that. Fifteen bucks times twelve, right? That's one hundred eighty dollars a year times twenty three. You spent four thousand one hundred and forty dollars on this game just to play a game. Which, if you think no, about it, buying anything. Which you, buying anything. Which you think about it, four thousand dollars over twenty three years. It seems like a pretty good deal, right? If you've enjoyed it that much, I mean, listen, listen, I I played the crap out of that game. I'll be honest, I played the crap out of that game. I actually, I did, I did my. People are gonna laugh at me at this one, but I did my senior thesis in sociology. I used this game as the as the template. What I did was, is I, I know what everyone's gonna think, but it was it wasn't for that reason. I I portrayed myself as a woman, okay? <laughs> and I made it a mission to find actual other women in the game, not just if they said they were a woman, I accepted it as a yes. Like I systematically went through and spent time with people long enough to figure out if they were a woman or not, okay? And then created an all women guild in the game, okay? I think that I think I got it to about 50 people. <laughs> Right? Isn't your it thesis? The, it was one of the it was one of the strongest guilds in the game at the time. Well, hold on. Right. I have yeah. a question now. You started an all woman clan. It was an all woman clan. Yeah. But you guild. were not a woman. Nope. So it's not an all woman clan then. So if you were in the, no, no, if, no, I was I was trying to prove a point. I was trying to prove the point about sexist beings. What sex you were when you were playing the game? Like if you could actually get people to believe you or not? Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, was, it, it if, was pretty insane. But how do you? How do you know? Because how many other people out of like ten people a, could have been one guy in that group? It, okay, well, uh, it, I'll, I'll tell you. It, it men and women speak differently. Oh, okay. Over time, the longer you talk with them, the longer you, the, the the more you find out about somebody. If they start talking about personal things, or or how they talk on a day to day basis, if they role play or not. Like over time, you figure out by the way they speak if they really are or not. Because there was no track. voice chat back then. No voice chat. It was all text. Yeah. No voice chat. All text. All text. It was crazy. It was crazy. I got an A in that class though. It was crazy. That that is pretty crazy. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Ult- Ultima months. Online. Did it for six months. Ult- Ultima Online is coming out, and I think I think it might be. I think it might be. I think it might be coming out to console and Steam. I think that they probably looking at the ESO template and they think they can do something similar. 
But the the the, the only thing, the, the you're right though when you say this. The hardcore, the hardcore people are going to play this game because it's their hardcore. Yeah, people, regardless. Right. But you have to understand, you are not looking at the same thing as you are in ESO. You are not looking at the same vistas of of visuals. In, like you are in ESO. In, in Ultima Online, it is an isometric three-quarter view. There's no moving the camera. You only see what's on the screen in front of you at that time. And so there was a lot of looking at maps, okay? Right. A lot of looking at maps to figure out where the hell you were in the game. Right. So, I mean, the game has had its run. Maybe I... they're trying to do it one more push to see what they can do for this type of game in a new crowd of do, people. Do you think they upgrade the graphics? I don't know. It I says the biggest they... update ever, right? Do you, think, I mean, do you think they update the graphics? Maybe they don't if, bring it to console. Maybe they bring it to Steam, but they upgrade if, the graphics. If the, if the biggest patch ever means it's no longer isometric three-quarter view and it's a different view of the entire game, I'd be, in, I'd be interested. I, I don't know if I could play Ultima Online in the state that it's in right now. I can't look at that graphics. That, that, the graphics that's what I mean. Yeah, I personally can't. I can't go back to games like that. I have to. That's why I like ESO. ESO is beautiful to me. It's like it's fantastic. All right. So the next game I want to talk about: Warcraft Three Reforge. Right. Blizzard plans to address problems. So after plenty, let me bring it up to the news station here. After plenty of excitement following the surprising reveal of Warcraft Three Reforge, has ultimately not been the product that many fans were hoping for. The disappointment seems to be primary stem from the poor UI, lack of dynamic cutscenes, the aggressive EULA, and gives the Blizzard control over custom games and the other gameplay-related issues. In fact, fans are so outraged by the end of the product, the game's user score on Metacritic has completely tanked. It's at .04. Now, I just want to let you know that's the shittiest game ever ever on a metacritic game okay 0. 0.4 okay congratulations blizzard you've done something that no one's ever done if this lowest, was if lowest th met right metacritic lowest metacritic score ever if this was golf you would win right lowest score possible you got you got it okay so right now what they're saying is that they're willing to, okay first with the visuals when classic mode was uh, selected according to developers there was a bug that causing colors and shading to look different from how they should do the original Warcraft 3. The team was created a fix and instead of uh, in, intending to release it later this week. The patch also includes an additional fix of the UI, including the portrait animations as well as other uh, bug audio, uh, audio bugs. The other highlights that posted the touch, the online portion of the game, has some have a decision made there which will impact the non-Reforge players. Developers intended to follow a similar model with the StarCraft Remastered, with standing up and back-end and ensure a smooth transition over the new system. As such, the team is taking a bit of extra time over the next few weeks to get it right on both sides of Warcraft 3 community, but the features like clans, leaderboards, are coming to a major update soon. The last major piece of the update regards the cutscenes, an aspect of the game with the highly largely criticized due to the Blizzard originally showed being significantly better than what its actual games got. As it turns out, improved cutscenes are not planning to be addressed at all. The reasoning provided is that Blizzard ultimately did not want to steer too far away from the original game and it preserves the true spirit to let players reveal, relive the Warcraft 3 classic story as it was. In addition, the cutscenes are not getting reworked. Blizzard also confirmed that tournaments and regions of chaos rule sets are also not making a comeback due to the very low usage rates following update 1.3.0 in the original Warcraft 3. 
By removing these elements, the development team has been able to streamline support and focus on areas impacting players the most. For the Seeking Regions of Chaos or Reigns of Chaos, Blizzard points to them uh, certain custom games with similar rule sets available. Now it says, while Blizzard has no plans to abandon the title and have clear plans to support the game going forward with a new update content response, hasn't set particularly well with the players. Over 125 comments quickly lit up the, the post, uh, most of which were very frustrated over the poor optimization, missing features, uh, and advertising for the main website that continues to advertise the 2018 dynamic cutscene that isn't actually in the game. So after a few dicey days, now have the option to get a full refund from Blizzard. While many fans accused the company of initially denying requests and banning people from the forums regarding the topic of refunds, Blizzard support now has began instantly granting um, requests for full refunds. So here, here's the thing. This is this is my theory of what what happened. Right? They said this is a this is the population that's playing the game. Right? They said, let's just do these things, these bullet points. They have it on the on the chalkboard or whatever, the, the whiteboard in their office. And they're like, what are major things that we need to do for this game? And they could list out 10 things. They're like, all right, this, 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 this. All right, let's get these things done. And the other 25 things we won't do because we don't know the response of what this game is going to be, right? So let's just leave them off right now. And if they bring them up, we'll, we'll, we'll work at it as, we, as it goes, right? As it's called least viable product. Right, minimal, minimal. Minimum viable product. Whatever you want to call it. Right. Minimal viable product. So, What's the bare minimum we can do and still right. sell enough? So now they release it, and then they go, okay, people noticed, right? And this is considered to be what the other two stories we just talked about, Ultima Online and Fallout. Hardcore fans are hardcore fans, and they're going to love and nitpick everything you do because they know your content better than you know your content, okay? And these people that played Warcraft... This whole time, okay, since before they wanted to do this reforge, are like, what the fuck is this? You just ruined the game that I loved, and now this is happening, and I can't play the game that I loved playing for the last 12 years, okay? There's more, there's more to it than that, but continue on. No, no, but what I'm saying is that these people know the game, and they're like, well, it's such a small community, right? So this is what they're doing. They're like, oh, yeah, we'll fix it. The loud majority or minority talks right now. They'll fix a couple of bugs. And then the people that love their game will just keep on playing. And the people will just go off to the wayside, pay the money, and they won't fix a fucking thing. They'll fix a couple more things, and that's it. Because they're like, what can we do for... All the stuff that they just labeled and said should have been in the game day one. There should be no patches to fix it. You're the one that announced the Reforge coming out this year. We didn't say, hey, when's it coming out? You told us at 2018, hey, Warcraft 3 Reforge is coming out, and these are the stuff it's going to have in the game. And then here it is, and it's missing half the features that you said was going to be in the game, and then it's missing the stuff that's in the game is fucked up as well, right? So it's like... It comes out right before the end of the fiscal quarter. That's what it. That's how they do it. They want to pop something out to get some late sales numbers in for whatever reason. They figure the large population of people who love the game are going to, are going to rebuy it to buy it. Now, the part that gets me upset worse is the fact that once you install it, it ruins the original game you had. Right. That you can't go back to it. Right. Okay? This is the kind of bullshit I'm talking about. When, when are people going to realize what is happening to gaming? When? How many attempts do you need to see before you say enough? Enough. Right? If you're going to give me minimal effort then i'm not giving you any of my money right 
right? And that's why I am totally against, as a consumer, I am totally against any kind of Game Pass or any kind of monthly subscription that just hands over money to a game development company or any company for the convenience of playing games. Because you are giving them a safety net to do whatever they want, and if they fail or not, it doesn't matter. Right, there's no they risk. Don't, they, they have zero risk, and they can course correct any direction they want. They will sell their minimum, and they can go up from there. If, if they don't go up from there, they still got the bases covered, right? It doesn't, it doesn't project any kind of passion or credibility for doing better in the next game. Right. We don't have to. Right. We don't have to. I can patch it later. I can fix it later. Fuck these people over here. I'll do that later. If we don't make it, and then they th- then they use it as a threat. They go, well, if no people don't play it, we're not going to update it anyway. Right. So people that bought the game, right. they bought the game, who love the game, buy the game. Now they're not going to support it because too many people have complained about it. Right. And so we're not going to fix it. Like, well, since you guys are not playing it, we're not right. going to support it. Right. What kind of what kind of mentality is that for a for a person to make a product and that is the, that is that's your mentality right. for your consumer base? GTFO. <laughs> All right. So speaking of Warcraft Reforge, right? Here's a great here's a great story, right? This is part of it, and we saw this on the on the quartering. Uh, I'm going to bring this up right now. Are you talking I, about the Activision thing? I'm talking. Yeah, we're talking about the war. war, right. war so war. this this to me is the greatest move ever done by a community ever. Okay, the best move ever. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this up now. Jeremy from the quartering uh, talks about what they're what they're doing in the game. Okay, now before I play before I play the video and him talking and showing you what he's what, what's happening on the screen is that Blizzard inputted or Activision implemented a a thing where if you make anything in the game, they own the rights to it. They don't want another ordeal like Dota. Okay, they don't want because right, Dota they're was a, they're still upset. Dota was a billion dollar industry game, okay, made from their from their game, right? And it, it was a mod that got and made into a separate game. They didn't want this happening again. They're like, "Fuck you, cam- consumers! We'll show you everything that you create in this game is ours. We you own it. Know. We you came up. We came up with it. It's right. ours." So the community said, "All right, that's no cool. Problem. That's cool." Okay, so what I'm going to show you here, this this is just phenomenal. Okay, we'll, we'll we'll lead it up we'll lead it up to this point. Okay, take it away, Jeremy. Look at this game. Um, let's see, it's called. Uh, uh, this is Blizzard's newest million. new new yeah, game. Right. Survive the. the I don't got uh, sound coming out of that. Bad guys from WW2's incineration chamber. It should be. The fire spins faster after every revolution. The fire reverses direction every. All right, third. don't worry about it. Revolution. This is a game. I can't make it any louder. Uh, in here, hold on. There is lots of people playing it still. And again, is that better? To be clear, congratulations, Blizzard, on your brand new games. Very interesting stuff. Very innovative. And again, I don't have any problem with these games existing. Do you, Do you guys see but, the uh, you know, what what that last game was? Has a swastika and, and Hitler in the middle of it. Blizzard title. It's a great Blizzard game. I can't believe they came out with that. Right. Oh, this is called Coon Hunting Season. The Negroes have overrun the town. Hunt them down. This is a great 
What a great game Blizzard's creating here. Three points for a single mob. Well, they didn't create it. They own it. Oh, they own it. No, they created it. They own all the... They, 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 they created it, but the well, Blizzard owns it. No, according to the contract, anything that the creators make, they created and they own. It, they own the rights to all of this. That's true. Type of game that I would want to play, not a type of game that you know. I think the game should have every right to exist. If you if you guys haven't seen the video in its entirety, you must watch it. To release for Blizzard, and I, and it's controversial. I will say that, but Blizzard. what Blizzard. what what Activision Blizzard is doing opened up the door to this, and it's priceless how the community has responded. Absolutely priceless. <laughs> How about this one? Here. Catholic priest. Catholic priest. There aren't enough little boys in this town to satisfy two Catholic churches. Lure children to your cathedral to gain points <laughs> while blocking adults. Toddler plus one. Middle school is plus three. If an adult gets through, minus five. How about, um, I don't know. How about this one? How about this? This one's a good. This one's called Zyklon B. Survive the gas chamber. Jesus. It's very controversy, oh, but right. I have to say, okay. very bold for Blizzard to come out with these games right yeah. after they screwed up with War uh, with with Warcraft Three. I mean, this is just this is just just beautiful. I have to say, bravo to you creators for Blizzard out there, all you independents out there that they're not taking and they're very they're very good because they don't want to take credit. They don't want to take credit for any of this. They want to make sure their Lord and Savior, Blizzard and Activision, get full 100% credit for the games they've just created inside of their game that they own now, right? These are games that they own, okay? So now, if someone plays that game and gets offended and wants to sue, that's on Blizzard, not the people right. that have created that, the game. Right, that's that's what makes it the best. That's uh, I, 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 I applaud, I applaud the people. It's fucking genius. Yeah. That's the title of our of our thing. Effing genius. And, and you notice, and you notice, there's not a lot of story talking about it. No, right? They're, they're trying to keep it under wraps, pretty heavy. Only I don't think Jeremy was the only one I think talked about it. None of the other main guys have even spoken about it yet. I I think I, I think it's hilarious that 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 this is what I this is this is the good that the gaming community can do. And I know what you're saying. Is this really good? Yes, yes, yes. it is. Okay, yes, they made it in a in a in a poor taste. Okay, nope. but a point. but the gaming a community, point. if we just come together, okay, and stop companies from doing stupid shit like this, okay, they're like, well, we own everything you do. They're like, all right, cool, I'm gonna come up with the most racist <laughs> thing possible, okay, to offend as many people as possible. I'm gonna make it into your game, Blizzard, and then you own the rights, and then I, I'm just gonna wipe my hands of it because I, I don't have anything to do with it, right? I mean, they can't ban the people because they they didn't do anything wrong. They they made games inside the thing, and they're right. they're doing Blizzard a favor, right? They wanted they well, own I, all the rights. I will see. I will see the lawyers come out with another contract though that says about racist. Right, you can't make racist stuff. controversial that will, stuff. That will come out now. That will be oh, the absolutely. Battle. They'll come out with something else. The revised, yeah, the revised, yeah, the revised, the revised contract. Absolutely. Right. right. So it's probably already out. You probably have to hit the button again to. If you want to make anything, yeah. but it's just just the point that they actually did. This is this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about. This is the kind of pushback that you need on the, on the grassroots level for the gamers in general. Just yeah, flick the switch it's, and go. It's it's just genius to me that that as quick as they put it out there, the community was like, "Yep, we got you. We we'll, we'll do this right." I mean, literally, it's like days after. 
days after they someone created it and and put it together. There's no difference between what these these people did and what what's his name is doing for Fallout 76 with the hacks, right? This is just a hack in a different kind of in in a kind of way. So where where does this? I God, I wish the community could do this with just like not pre-ordering games and like not buying microtransactions, and you would see something happen. You would see something majorly happen in the gaming industry where the 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 company would be like, oh, "What the fuck are we do?" I mean, they had to be laughing, right? I mean, they had to be laughing like motherfucker. Well, these no, these the, people, the developers are laughing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lawyers, the lawyers, and Bobby Kotick aren't laughing, right? Well, the developers are laughing, right? I, I just think it's fucking hilarious. So if you guys want to see the re remainder of this video, I'll put it I'll put it down below in the, in the chat. Click it for later, uh, so you can guys can check that out. Um, he goes through the whole story and goes through the whole thing and shows more of the games and stuff like that. It's phenomenal as far as groundbreaking of of what the uh, what the consumer base is doing. All right, so that's that. Um, PlayStation Five, the official PlayStation Five. Uh, was rumoredly supposed to have a PlayStation event like on the 5th, right? And then they canceled it. It was supposed to be PlayStation 5 on the 5th. It was supposed to be like a whole like, you know, marketing yeah, type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And then they pulled it. They said no, and they, they pushed it back to another another time. Well, the, the rumored reason that they pushed it back is because they didn't want to come out and give a price. They didn't want to come out and kind of like, show their cards per se because microsoft has yet to tell a price point right they've you've seen the console like there's more hype about the playstation you know because maybe you want the toilet seat cover one right maybe you want that if this is what you're looking for this this could possibly be it i don't think it is because it's more slicker it, it looks like two they, they did this the playstation they just they just made it like an x portion or whatever it looks it looks like a bidet well no no this is the prototype the, I get it. The actual, it still, it still looks like a bidet. There's another one that's out there that's just an X. It's it's literally an X, which is funny to me, because if PlayStation made their PlayStation look like an X, and then X, it it is funny to me that you would think that Xbox would make their station look like an X, and then PlayStation would make their thing look like a, like a little nice little featured modern. Anyway, um, so they didn't want to come out yet. I think they they're not coming out with it because they don't want to say, "Hey, our ours is six hundred dollars," and Microsoft right. is like, <laughs> uh, "We're coming out with ours is two fifty, right, <laughs> right?" And they're like, right. "Oh my god!" Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna do. It. They're gonna wait. Yeah, they they they're have wait. to wait for the pricing. I I think they're they're gonna price it around four ninety nine, just like they've always done with all their playstations, right? It didn't slow it down. They they were they they outsold four to one. Well, well, to be honest, if 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 it, if it's going to happen the way we said it was going to happen, where you have like these little attachments that go along along to your system, like a memory stick. Oh, you're talking about the the, the SSD the drives, the cartridges, yeah. the, the drives that go along it. That the price point might be lower, but you have to get these things for certain games, and that's how they make up the money. I I think if if this if it's true, right? That little port on the back of the Xbox that we talked about a couple days ago, okay. Right, the PS3 was five ninety nine. So was the PS4 when it first came out. It was five ninety nine. Right, every time they've come out, it's like the Apple iPhone. It's like five ninety nine, six ninety nine, whatever, or four ninety nine. Sorry, four ninety nine. Um, I think what they're doing, if if the Xbox comes out with that port in the back, that in a rumored suggestion that it's another expansion port. Now, if it's an expansion port, and then we talked about the PlayStation uh, hard standalone hard drive, solid state hard drives, I could see games in the future. Raising the prices of games, 
you could get the regular game for 60 bucks, right? It's like the DLC or, or the uh, digital download for $60. But if you want the physical copy, okay, you buy a solid state drive. Let's say it's 500 gigs, right? And this would be more for like online service games or games that are constantly updating where you would buy a solid state drive and it would say on it, it'd be like a cartridge. It'd be like the game. It would be like uh, Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto 6 or or Battlefield 6, whatever it is, right? It would say on the solid state drive, it's a standalone $100, you pay for it, $100, and that would be the game with the extra storage, so all the DLC gets included into that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the place where you can store it so it doesn't take up space. Again, this is all speculation yeah. on my side. I don't I don't know if it's going to happen or not. But I can see them doing that, right? Because game prices haven't gone up, right? But if you put a, if you put the model out there where digital is only 60 and then if you want the SSD hard drive so you never have to, like, load your shit up again, you just buy these separate standalone solid state drives with the it, game already it, on it. It just seems it seems weird the way that they're attempting it, but it it, it does feel that that's the way they're going. I, I mean I don't know. So right here it says uh, rumors have it that that March as PS5 pre-orders will go live in March. We don't know anything about the system yet, but pre-orders will go live in March. Uh, it's unclear if Sony will reveal more about the PlayStation Five officially capacity. But this is going to be going live uh, is a big step forward. Hopefully, the update is more details on the PS5 sooner rather than later. It doesn't really tell you about what's in it, what the price point is, what's their what's their deal. So that's the PlayStation 5. All the info that we have. If you look at all these other sites, they're like, oh, we'll tell you what the price is. Well, PlayStation hasn't released their price yet, so they just try to make you clickbait uh, to get to their site. So that's the uh, the PlayStation. Uh, news. The next story I want to talk about. Um, but da, da, that's the PlayStation Five. Uh, actually, let's go. Let's go to Microsoft in this situation, right? Let's talk about PlayStation. Then let's go to Microsoft. Microsoft um, had had a Phil Spencer came out the other day, and um, he said on Twitter, he said that. Microsoft, Xbox says that Amazon and Google are their main competitors going forward, not Sony and Nintendo. And my buddy Paul Tassi came out and he said, that's just another, that's a, that's a cheap way of saying, I don't want to show our sales numbers, right? And then he wrote a nice article, right? That was his first like reaction to it. And then in his article that he wrote, which I suggest you go follow Paul Tassi, he does nice articles every day, right? Good reads. Uh, he says he understands where Phil Spencer's coming from why in the future and i want to say when he first said this i was like he's absolutely correct right because in the article it says that google and amazon are all about the future about diskless systems streaming services and stuff like that playstation has they're not even the same ballpark when it comes to stuff like this right not even the same ballpark what amazon has for structure integrity like integrated structure of, of the of the foundation that they've with servers and stuff and what Google has and what Microsoft has is there's no, that's one, two, and three. There's no one behind them except maybe Apple, maybe Apple, right? And Apple could just buy PlayStation. They could just buy Sony and be like, thank you, right? What we're looking at right now is everyone's like, well, PlayStation's better than Xbox, right? And uh, Nintendo's better than Xbox. And Phil Spencer's like, you guys are so small-minded thinking, right? Yes, PlayStation and Nintendo are outselling our hardware, for Xbox, right? But let's go to digital sales and the imprint of streaming 
and uh, X Play that's coming out, right? Project X Cloud's coming out, and our streaming service with Azura, and how PlayStation teamed up with Microsoft for Azura for future proofing themselves going forward because Microsoft's going up against Google and Amazon, and PlayStation's like, we got to pick. Are we with Amazon? Are we with Google or are we with Microsoft? And they chose Microsoft going forward. And this is either working together on the Azura program uh, going forward because otherwise PlayStation is going to get left in the dust because PlayStation's awesome until the day that exponentially happens, right? Which is called the, the knee of the curve, okay? Where it took 20 years to get to this point, okay, of technology, how we got to live service games and now digital gaming. And now the knee of the curve starts to bend up this way. Right, so now the the, the amount of pro the progression they did over in seven or fifteen years here is now exponentially faster, going up past the knee of the curve. Okay, and then going up, which is just faster, and more people that get it, faster and faster and faster. Elon Musk talks about it with the car. Right, autonomous driving was years off. But now because he made a Tesla and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people have Teslas and they're driving and they can update and, and, and expand and get testing and data and more data and more data, right? It, it cut that down from 20 years where three years from now, we're going to have fully autonomous cars with no fucking steering wheels and, and, and pedals, right? That's what he says. And I believe him. I believe him because I said I wouldn't want an autonomous car. My car almost drives itself now and it's not autonomous, right? So... Phil Spencer saying that this is this is who our, our competition is. It's not PlayStation. Yeah, great. They can outsell us four to one with this new system. What's their subscriptions? Right? Who? How many people? But that's do, what it is. Right. But that's what it is. It's all subscription model. Right. It's another. It's another automatic monthly payment. Right. As opposed to you buying games, it's an automatically mm -hmm. monthly payment. And right. now that we're not talking about individual people, we're talking about households. Right. Right. And then, and then Andrew Yang, who's a politician, or not a politician, he's running for president. He's an entrepreneur, very smart in the in the tech in the tech field, right? He talks about how Google and Amazon, okay, are trading information, and information trades more than oil. Okay, is the most lucrative money right now is us, our information about us, right? Yep. So you look at Google, you look at Amazon, you look at Microsoft with these subscription models. They know what games you like, they know what games you're playing, they know what you're what you're watching, what you're intaking, yep. what you like, how long yep. you played it. They know everything about it. Twenty four seven. Right. So going so going forward, they can, let's say you play a real time strategy game, right? And then all of a sudden they go, oh, here you go. We have a hundred thousand people that play a real time strategy game, and this is what they like. So when you turn on your Xbox or you turn on your Google Stadium machine, and it goes boom, here you go, Sarge. You like this game, so bop, 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 bop. and you're like, oh, oh, and this one's on sale, and this one's at this. Instantaneous coming back at you, right? This is where technology is going, exponentially going faster and for forward. And everyone's like, I don't know. This is where Xbox doesn't want to share their numbers. Look, we look at Xbox as Xbox, but Xbox is just one piece of the puzzle in Microsoft, right? right. And, and Microsoft sells digital copies of everything. They've sold digital copies of everything. For about 30 years now like you can't get a hard copy of a disc anymore to to put into windows it's already in either embedded into your computer when you buy it all right or if you have to buy a disc it's like on a thumbstick now and then you could download it from their website they've been doing this for years right so phil spencer's saying that look playstation and nintendo they could sell all the boxes they want okay but if we only sell if we only sell let's say 100 systems but everyone owns a pc and they buy the game subscription model the game pass on the PC that they already own. That's it, man. That's it. So 
<clears throat> not saying the coronavirus would delay the PS5 or Xbox Series X. I mean, <clears throat> I think they've already ramping up. Uh, those places are the most sterile places ever, right? Like, they're the cleanest production facilities that you can imagine where they're building these things. So I'm assuming no, that... But the people aren't, but yeah, but the people aren't working. They have whole cities are shut down. Like, nobody's working. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if you know this. Most factories don't even have people working at them. No, no, I know, but you still have to have people in the factories moving stuff yeah, around. Yeah, great. Trucks, trucks have to drive them from the factory yeah, and have to get to a boat. Yeah, that's great. Boats have to leave ports. And yeah. if, no one, if, if it's quarantined, nothing leaves anything. Oh, no, I get that. But what I'm saying is making the actual things is just... Just robots fucking doing in. Just one guy with a mask. Even if he was, even if he had the coronavirus, yeah, it still takes people for it to get here. I don't know. Have you seen a, takes, ha, Have you seen an Amazon warehouse before? Have you seen the the inner workings of an Amazon? Yeah, you're talking about you're talking about the Amazon warehouse here. I'm talking about over in China. Yeah, but they're owned right. by Microsoft. They're owned by Play. They're owned by Sony. Yeah, that's great, bro. They still have to get from point A to point B. Uh, a guy has to put it on a truck on a boat. The boat's got to come over here. And if they're shut down. They're not letting people travel from A to B. There will be a delay. Well, one, they've shut down the city, the one city, right? It's not just one city. No, no, I understand. There's there's contamination. We're not going to get into this fucking virus talk. What I'm saying is the main city of point zero uh, of uh, ground zero is not all of China. It's no, I, it's I, so I get it. we don't even know if those places are actually in the place where it is, right? So that's all I'll, I'll say uh, of that effect. Okay, but going forward, okay, Phil Spencer, I said when he first got the job, I said this is a perfect fit. He's a he's a smart businessman and he's a gamer, and that's what you need in a company like this. He understands what he's making and what people want, and when he made this change four years ago about Game Pass, I said it. I said this is, this is smart. This is the way to go, and now here it is. He's not even worried about it. They're like, yeah, fuck it, PlayStation. Have, have the, the hardware sales. You lose money off every every fucking hardware sale you have. I'd rather sell less stuff and sell more things about the thing than the actual console itself, right? So I, I think it's I think it's pretty smart of him to do what he was doing, and we'll see what goes on uh, going forward. Uh, the next story. I don't know what to think about this next one, right? So there's there's rumors f swarming about Grand Theft Auto Six lately okay i've done like three or four stories uh either on stream or on our podcast or here grand theft auto 6 potentially could launch anywhere between this october and like the following october okay so during the super bowl which i didn't watch i didn't know anything about this okay so grand theft auto 6 theories think rockstar tease sequel during super bowl they didn't say hey look it's grand theft auto 6 it's coming out Okay, but what they did do is this picture right here. This was a, a picture that was taken um, on the actual... Where, where the fuck is it? Okay. Oh, here it is. This is the picture that was on TV that when they were showing the Super Bowl, it was in Miami. Okay, the Super Bowl was in Miami. They had the music. They had the graphics. They had everything... That was Grand Theft Auto themed. Now, it's kind of weird, right? That they would choose to pick a video game about Miami, about drug dealers and gunshots, about Vice City, right, of Miami, as the Super Bowl theme. 
Okay, I just thought it was weird. They could have picked anything else. Okay, I mean, you could go even deeper. I mean, J Lo was on a stripper pole, and strippers are in Grand Theft Auto. So, I mean, you could you could even go a little deeper with it. And I, okay, so Grand Theft Auto, and then here's another picture. Okay, this picture shows on the screen. Okay, I don't know if you guys can see that. It's a Grand Theft Auto logo in the in the upper corner. Okay, it's not the logo; it's the health bar. It's that yeah, the health bar with the warrant the yeah. the warrant level, and it has the Super Bowl thing inside there, and the number says fifty four because it's Super Bowl fifty four. Okay, and it has the, the it, it's 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 crazy, right? That they would do something like this, but yet have nothing to do with Rockstar itself, right? Yeah, but that's but that's Rockstar. That Rockstar would do that. Rockstar right. would would do that. Okay, so so the population went off the deep end with this, right? They're talking about. There have been a few video games in history of the medium speculated by Grand Theft Auto 6. Rockstar rumored next entry, immersely popular open-world action franchise, has been source of the internet theories. Numerous leaks and number of long-reddit threads attempting to prove that it exists for the number of years now. It seems that fans are so desperate to get their hands on the next Grand Theft Auto game that the case of the new series of hilarious theories, they'll, they look in the craziest places to find. Taking place a few days ago, fans have yet to confirm the sequel began widely speculating after the advertisements of Super Bowl 54 began to look incredibly familiar. As many will know, the annual football took, uh, game took place in Miami this year. So, if the advertisements use the iconic visuals of Rockstar Grand Theft Auto Vice City as a loving ode to, to the city's unique style, this includes showing the game's signature HUD and mini-map over the trailer, presenting the game's cover with different football stars, replacing the artwork, and using the uh, the title iconic font in the promotion images. Now, all this stuff is copyrighted and stuff. It's not like the NFL could just use their font and stuff. Right? This is stuff that Correct. they have to contact Rockstar and be like, hey, can we use this to get permission to use this, right? So, while many have rightly assumed that merely a loving reference to the classic video game also based in Miami, Grand Theft Auto uh, fans took a very different Reddit as quickly as a blaze and theories are surrounding the Super Bowl advertisement. Uh, here hinting that the newest game in the series is passionate fans cross-exam both Vice City Map and the trailer mini-map, closely compared the fonts to see if they were new, and generally analyzed every single piece of Super Bowl joking Vice City references to draw the semblance of uh, new knowledge they could. Okay? or any knowledge they could. A number of Reddit users and YouTube channels eventually came to uh, consensus that the hints had to confirm a new trailer coming either during Super Bowl or after the turn out to be a false, some shortly after that. So people were, were diehard. They're like, this has got to be, it's got to be, they're going to be showing... They're gonna be showing a trailer. They're gonna be showing something. They're gonna be release something, right? And eventually, no, but that's but that's their that's the way that they tease. So now you'll be paying attention. Now you're gonna be paying attention to E3. You're gonna be paying attention to anything that Rockstar will be doing for the year for sure. Yeah, but Rockstar never has never done anything to advertise anything like this for Grand Theft Auto, right? But rumors say that the next game is in Vice City. Okay, that's part of the speculation. They talk about that it's 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 back it's gonna be a throwback in the 80s uh, again i don't know man look at the, you have to go you have to go bigger than where you were okay grand theft auto 5 is tremendous okay it's that entire island okay if you're just talking about just miami well no okay it's also cuba it, now if they're talking about puerto rico or cuba also included into the game right there's got to be you got to have multiple venues yeah south america yeah you know it's got to be so Look, all I know is when there's one leak, you're like, eh, take it with a grain of salt. 
right? Could be anybody. But when other people start coming out with leaks, and it starts to make more information, and it's not just one person, it's multiple things, and it doesn't happen like consistently, but it happens slowly over time, over time. Look, it's been six years since the game released. Seven years, almost, okay? Almost seven years since the game released. And that's and that's got to be at least eight or nine years in development. Every time they've come out with a game, it's always taken eight years of, of the newest ones, from three to four to four to five, five to six, right? It's like six, seven, eight years. The new system's coming out. I had a, I, I had a speculation of what... Uh, yeah, here's my piece of paper, okay? I did this by myself, coming up with, this, with, the, with the theory here, okay? So... Grand Theft Auto 3 came out on October 22nd of 2001, okay? Xbox One released in November 15th of 2001, okay? The original Xbox, okay? Now, I don't remember if, if Grand Theft Auto was on the Xbox, but... Not, not the original one. PlayStation no. 2 PlayStation. released March 4th of 2000, okay? Of, of 2000. So a year and a half after PlayStation 2 came out is when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. Grand Theft Auto 4 came out April 29th of 2008, which was delayed because it was supposed to come out in October of 2007. PlayStation 2, okay, came out in November 11th, 2006, okay, which was supposed to be, this was supposed to come out in 2007, which is just a couple of months, okay, before, okay, or after PlayStation 2 released, okay. And then Xbox also released of November of 22nd of 2005, okay. Grand Theft Auto 5 came out September 17th of 2013. Xbox One came out November 22nd, 2013. PlayStation 4 came out in November 15th, 2013, right? So it came out right before new systems, sold in the old systems, and then sold in the new systems as well, okay? And here we are again. November this year of 2020, I'm assuming around the same time, PlayStation 5 will be launched in 2020 November, and Xbox will be also launched in November of this year in 2020. Now, Grand Theft Auto 6 could come out, and it could come out this October, okay? And then, all of a sudden, now you have it for this system, and you have it for next system as well. Or, or they wait one full year and come out in April or May of next year for the new system, right? But I believe within the next 12 months, starting from this October, okay, within October, it could come either come out this October or come out the following October, but we're definitely getting, in my opinion, Grand Theft Auto 6 within the next 18 months. We will hear, we will hear about it, and it will be launched in the next 18 months. Well, if they, if they want as many sales as possible, I don't see why they wouldn't release it at the tail end of the system. They broke another record. Grand Theft Auto Rockstar broke another record seven years into the cycle of the game, and they just came out with their annual call, their their report, and they sold 120 million copies total of this game since it launched in 2013. Okay? Well, last year alone... They sold 20 million copies of this game. 20 million copies of Grand Theft Auto V in one full year, six years after it launched. Can you imagine? Like, that's insane, considering a game could launch right now, AAA game, and not hit 20 million copies. Okay? 
Brand, brand new game. This game is six years old, and it made 20 million copies. And it's still full price. It's still fucking full price. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. Everyone's like, well, it's got to be. Rockstar has come up with an ingenious plan. The game is good. It's great. No, the game The game is a standalone all by itself. Yeah, it's amazing. great. Right? But the problem is because of the online, it keeps it relevant. And because the online is relevant, they can keep that price up 100% like it's a brand new game because that's what you're getting. Even if you buy the single-player game, you're getting online, which is a brand new game. It's updating all the time, right? It's it's amazing. Also, it's going up against 2077. Look, I don't care what CD Projekt Red does. They could come out with... They could launch on the same day. And I guarantee you that Rockstar and Grand Theft Auto 6 wouldn't even blink an eye. They'd be like, yep, we're still going to make our $100 million on opening weekend. And everyone else is like, I got to scrounge another $60 to get Cyberpunk 2077 because my $60 is going to Grand Theft Auto 6. Okay? I guarantee you it doesn't matter. Companies shift their game around. I'll put it out this way. If it does launch in October this year, okay... Well, no one has to move. But let's just say Cyberpunk was going to launch in October, and then all of a sudden Rockstar announces that they're going to launch the game in October. Cyberpunk would move. They would move it to another month because they don't want to go up against Grand Theft Auto. Right? Absolutely. Grand Theft Auto is the king of video games. You cannot you cannot put a, a, a candle to it. Okay? Until someone dethrones it, which I don't think Cyberpunk will do, because... Cyberpunk is a is a is a well known game, but it's also a niche, right? Where Grand Theft Auto Three was that niche, but back in nineteen or back in two thousand, and, and now it's become a household world, right? A household name, right? It's it, the Super Bowl fucking made an advertisement of it, right? Yeah, so, I, I think that I think that's a precursor to something happening this year. It's gotta be. It's in Miami. They did the thing. And in other news, well, and let's and let's 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 put it out this way, just just for sake of argument, right? Just because the Super Bowl was in Miami, how far back are you going to use the Vice City right graphics as as an advertisement? Vice City came if, out. If you weren't if you weren't if you weren't talking about if you weren't talking about something happening this year, how why would you use something that's that Vice far City gone? came out in like two thousand three? I think it, right. it came out in right. Right, that's my point. I mean, it's it's, it's just. Was it two thousand three or was it two thousand? Well, it doesn't matter. The point being is you're you're pulling from something so far away to use as an advertisement for a current day Super Bowl. The only people that are going to recognize that are the people that originally played the game. Like the new kids don't even know what the fuck that was on the screen. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody knows what the Vice City box looked like. <clears throat> Sugar to put it to put it even if Halo came out. Remember, Halo is a first party title, right? If you have Game Pass, you don't have to pay anything for Halo. It comes out on PC and Xbox. Zero. You don't have to pay anything. All you do is pay $10 for Game Pass, and you get to play Halo Infinite for whatever. So that's a free game. So everyone's like, I got $60 to spend. I'm paying for Grand Theft Auto 6. That's that's what it's going to be, right? That's what it's going to be. What do you guys think of chat? Do you think Rockstar's coming out with Grand Theft Auto this year, October this year, or do you think it's coming out in 2021, right? You think 2021? I, there's just a small part of me that thinks it's coming out this year, right? Just because I'm, I'm going, I'm going with before the release of the new system. I'm going with it. Just, because. just because. Think about the sales they made in 2013 before Xbox One came out, right? 
Xbox One came out, they sold all for 360, and then they re-released it for Xbox One. Okay? Yep. They're leaving that on the table. If Grand Theft Auto 6 comes out right now in October, they make all the sales for Xbox One and PlayStation 4, and then they sell it again, right, for, for that, for the, for the new systems. I don't know. That's, that seems more viable. I don't know, man. It's just... It's... I Look, either way, I'm happy if it comes out in the next 18 months, right? I, it, I'll be happy if it comes out in 18 months. It, I'll be super shocked if it comes out this October. I'll be like, wow, wow. And you know what? I own it. I own it on. I owned it on 360. I own it on the one. I own it on PC. I paid for it three fucking times, okay? And I played it three fucking times, okay? So I, I think it. I think it does. I think it comes out in October this year. I think it just sneaks under the radar, and all of a sudden we'll get a trailer in May. We'll get a trailer in May. It says Grand Theft Auto 6 dropping in October. We'll be like, oh my God! Or they put it on April 1st as a joke, right? And then you don't know if it's real or not. You're like, wait a minute, is this April Fool's joke? Something's going to go down in the next couple months with Grand Theft Auto 6. You watch. You watch. I'm telling you, it's going gonna, it's gonna to happen. Let's talk about Rockstar to continue. Co-founder Dan Hauser leaving Red Dead and Grand Theft Auto Studio Rockstar. Dan, now, those of you that don't know Dan Hauser, Dan Hauser is the co-founder him and his brother, okay, co-founded Rockstar Games, a creative force behind the games like Grand Theft Auto, Red Dead Redemption, is leaving the company through a, uh, a filing with the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission. Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two Interactive, announced that his last day will be March 11th. Take-Two announced the departure Tuesday after stating that he's extremely grateful for his contribution, and he said under the leadership of Rockstar Games has built some of the most critical, acclaimed, and commercially successful game worlds, a global community of passionate fans, and an incredibly talented team, which remains focused in current future projects. No explanation was given for the reason of departure. Dan Hauser, founder of Rockstar Games with the brother Sam Hauser, in 1998, as part of a Take-Two Interactive, the company has grown to be one of the two, uh, I'm sorry, Take-Two's most popular, most profitable subsidiary and dan has heavily involved with creative side of the company he was the lead writer of massive successful games like grand theft auto 5 and red dead redemption 2 and served as a producer for rockstar titles such as bully max Payne 3 the hauser brothers have an oversi oversized influence on the studio molding and shaping many of the most popular titles they're both included on the time magazine's 100 most influential people of 2009 okay it's unclear why Dan Hauser left the studio, but he had been on an extended break since spring of 2019, and he his departure and announcement two days before quarterly earnings report, which is expanded to come out later this week. Now, here's two theories I have, Sarge. The first one is what we just talked about, Grand Theft Auto 6. I think Grand Theft Auto 6 is done and ready to go, and Dan Hauser's last hurrah was that itself. He said, after Grand Theft Auto 6, I'm done. I've done my part with Grand Theft Auto 6. It's going to launch later this year. He's done, right? Or, he has been on an extended break since March of 2019. I don't want to put this out there, but I'm going to say it anyway. Maybe he's got some mental illness. Maybe he's stressed out. Maybe some health issues. Something along those lines because... What usually when a person leaves a studio, they tell you that they're retiring. They tell you that he's moving on to a different studio. Uh, something. Something's going on, right? Maybe, maybe it's just time for him to stop. So hopefully it's the, le the, the first one I said where Grand Theft Auto 6 is there. I mean, it's been 20-something it's been years. Yeah, he's you know? since it started. That's a, long, that's a long time in the gaming industry, bro. 
So I think I think him leaving the company is almost a guarantee that Grand Theft Auto 6 is done. They're putting the polish, finished polish on it, and it will launch this year uh, for the new systems, right? For the old and new systems. I just I just feel like that's that's the hurrah. You want to go out like... All right, so, so write th- put this down on one of your power cards because I agree with you on this one. Right? He could be worn out, right? Worn out of the industry. He's made his gajillion dollars from, from working on it, right? Uh, GTA 5 or 6 will launch this year. We'll launch this year because now, because the, Dan Hauser left. I have, the only question I have is if 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 um, E three is not not a thing anymore, and so Rockstar does their own thing, like maybe like near E three. They've never but like they've never done anything at E three. None of the E threes. I mean. They've never done anything. That's what I mean. So E three is irrelevant. So that means it, they have to announce it at some point. What what was the anniversary? What was the anniversary of either Rockstar or the Rock or the anniversary of of, of GTA Five? What's the anniversary date? Oh, the release date. Yeah. Um. I think it was eight, October. I think it was October. I'll, I'll look it up real fast. No, no, not GTA Five. GTA Five came out spring or summer because the rest of the games always came out in October, and that one did not. No, it did. It's September seventeenth, two thousand thirteen. That was the that was five. Five. That's too late. That's too late in the game. Right? Uh, wait, four, wait. Four, 4 came out April 29th, 2008. Uh, there you go. There 3 you go. came out in October. twenty. Yeah, but it came out... 4 came out in 2008 in April, but it got delayed. It was supposed to come out in October, and it got pushed back till April. Right. That was the one that got pushed back. Right. It got pushed back till eight to 2008. Right? I don't know. What's a, what's a good hype... What's a good hype cycle? Six months, I would think, right? Yeah. Yeah, six so months. What's, so what's six months before October? May. No. October's the eighth month. Uh, April. It'd be April. 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 Yeah. All right. So let's let's shoot for April. No, April. I'm sorry. No, it'd be February. February would be six months. No, uh, March, April, May. Oh no, it's the tenth. Sorry, I think yeah. October's the eighth. It's August. No, no, Never no. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Months. You're absolutely right. Yeah, You're absolutely April. right. April. So April. Let's let's look for a rock star announcement sometime in April. April first. April first would be the best because then you wouldn't know it was real or not. Right, April first. That that's something Rockstar would do. So I'll, I'll I'll mark this down for myself. April April release date for GTA. No no no. April April trailer. April trailer. April trailer. Right. April trailer released. Yeah, I just I just feel that um, him leaving. He's he's done his last hurrah. He's like, look, I made Grand Theft Auto three, four, five. Let's just go out with a bang with six. He's the writer. He probably got done with the writing and was like, I'm good. I'm done. I I just can't take it anymore. I I want to retire on this one. Send send me the check in the mail when it when it when it releases. Yeah. Right. I mean. I mean, it's now going forward. I'm I'm scared for Rockstar. Well, because we know we know the creative pool is pretty shallow. Yeah, yeah. The the creative the creative pool in the video game industry right now is pretty shallow. So we'll see. Yeah, well, I I I hope. God, can you imagine if this is right? What a what a fucking theory this would be if this all came out. <clears throat> Writing finishes very early for games. Yeah, yeah. They have to write it for the people to make it right. 
they have to write the story first, then they bring the actors and stuff in to do the to do the um, to do the, the 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 movement and stuff, right? And the and the acting, and then they have to create that. They have to make that into the game. So all that. Been, been, listen, the, the development time. They well, they got multiple people working on multiple things. That game had had to have been in development now for almost. We we years. look. There's been other leaks about people doing the stunts. And all the stuff that they were on the capture, the mocap screen, okay? Months and months ago, the mocap was done. They're like, wrapped, we wrapped on the, on, the, on the mocap, and they showed pictures of the mocap, but they didn't say what game, okay? There's been other things out there that have, have convinced me that Grand Theft Auto is just in the finishing state. They're, they're finishing it up now. They're, they're ready to release that trailer, and I'll tell Sarge, if it comes out in April... I'm, I'm gonna laugh my ass out. I'm gonna be like, comes ah, out. No, no, out no, no. The trailer, no, the trailer, oh, the trailer, trailer comes out in April. I'm gonna laugh my ass off. I'm going. I'm, I feel strongly about this one. I right. feel strongly about this one. April, April. Rockstar opens their mouth in April. That'd be, that'd be huge. That'd be huge. Um, how much time do we have left? All right, we still we're about a half hour left. Uh, yeah, we're, 15 minutes. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Well. We started late because it, it, it canceled. We're at an hour and thirty six minutes of actual record time here. Um. We could we could end early though it's fine. Uh, let me see what we got. What other stories I have here? We talked about Rockstar. Oh, the Disney. I want to talk about the uh, the Disney Hotel, right? So this this just released. It's a two minute long, two minute long trailer. Um, let's see here. Bring this up. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is a completely new type of experience. For the first time, we're Sarge, mute yourself. I want to see if it makes it louder. ...of their own Star Wars adventure, and you can do it in whatever way you like. They will live aboard a starship for two days and two nights. When guests arrive at Walt Disney World, they will go to this terminal. Think of it as a small private cruise terminal, if you will. And you and your family will then be ushered into a launch pod. And this is a small capsule where you will then simulate the experience of blasting off into space. There will be a window overhead cool. <laughs> until you eventually see our ship, the Halcyon, in the distance. When the doors of the launch pod open and you emerge into the atrium, everything in the spaceship wants to reinforce the concept art. Just incredible. Star cruiser in a galaxy far, far away. Is that Obama next to uh, Chewbacca? Any place you will have stayed before. These are cabins of a star cruiser. Cabins can sleep up to five, though, so you've got the bunk beds that look not unlike what we've seen Chewie sleep in in the movies. We've got that exclusive window that shows a view out into space. Guests will be invited to participate in a variety of activities. For the first time, both adults and kids alike will get to wield a lightsaber and face off against a training remote. You get attacked Every inside your room. That's an activity. Tour of the bridge of the ship. So this is where the navigation systems are. This is where the defense systems. This is are. fucking amazing. So I have to say. Yeah, but it's it's three thousand dollars. Hold on, hold on. For the two days. Bigger galactic Star Wars story that you're a part of. Guests will get to go on a planet excursion to the planet of Batu to visit Black Spire Outpost, Galaxy's Edge. Guests will take an exclusive transport, and they'll emerge straight out into the land. If you're a guest coming to Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, you're going to be a part of a story and live out your own Star Wars experience. A two-night adventure, right? So they're, they're, they're packaging this thing as a... Right. Let me... It's a thousand dollars a person per night, I believe. 
well, the pricing will change. I guarantee it, right? But you're you're about right. I think it's going to be about it's a two night stay. I think they're going to charge by the room, and it'll be a thousand dollars per the room. No, it's a, no, it's per person. No, no. I listen. That's that was those rumors in the very beginning. That's what they were talking about. I'm telling you, I think they'll charge by the room because they said they could sleep up to five people, right? Right. So a family might take their family of five and pay fucking five thousand dollars. Okay, but if they want to make more money because there's going to be souvenirs and shit that people are going to buy there, I think we're talking about a thousand twelve hundred dollars for a room, fifteen hundred dollars for a room, which will be about three thousand dollars because it's two nights stay, right? Still, but I, I think it'll be by the by the room, not by per person. Well, but that's we'll see what happens. This is a fucking amazing. Now I don't care what you think about Disney Star Wars. Okay, I'm forty one years old. I'm looking at this going, I can't wait to bring my kid, okay? Right? I can't. Look, we need to vote for Yang now, okay? Because I need the universal income thing to get my $1,000 a month just so I can save up for two months so I can take my kid to Star Wars Galaxies, all right? So come on, people. We got we to gotta vote. I, wa- I want to go to Star Wars Galaxies. All right? No, but honestly, this is, this is fucking genius, right? I wanted to know, the stuff I wanted to know about this hotel was the ship that they're building, the building is shaped as the ship that you just saw there. No, it is not. It is. It looks like it's a hotel. No, no, I'm telling you what it is. There's show... Look, I'll, I'll, I'll show you to you. The outside of the building is being constructed. It's the same shape as that ship that you just saw. Okay? I don't know about that. Go ahead. Uh, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to prove to you right now. I'm going okay. to prove to you right now. Okay. Galactic... Oh, Galactic Star Wars Cruiser. Let me see. They have the website. Do they show the uh, the Halion? Hold on, it's called the Halcyon. Da 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 da. da, da. Yeah, because they they show pictures of it. Someone took an aerial aerial shot of it. Uh, what's it? I should say they. I guess it's the Gal- What was that? What was the whole thing called? Galactic Star Cruiser. Yeah. <clears throat> Galactic Star Cruiser. Uh, hotel. Let me see what we got here. Do we have images of the building process? Yeah, remember, it's a, yeah it's a there it is. Without, there it it's is. a building without windows. Yep. It's a building without windows, and this is what it looks like. This is, this is the... This, that's the ship right there. That's the body of the ship. Okay? And that's the neck of the ship. And then you're going to go to the... the the uh, the front of the ship, which is the the, the bay, which is up uh, up in this section over here that they haven't built yet. Okay, that's the that's the length of the ship. This is the body. This is the entrance over here. Okay, when you go into the lobby, you're gonna take a, sh- a shuttle up into the hotel, and then this is the lobby that you're gonna see up here, and then the rooms are over in this neck. Okay, is the, is the neck of the thing. Okay, so they they made it into the shape of the actual ship. So you're visually you're going to see when you go up in the pod you're going to be able to see the spaceship and now you've pictured what the ship looks like so then when you're walking through the corridors you'll be like oh we're walking through the body of the ship we're we're in the captain's quarters yeah that's that's what it looks like okay which is pretty fucking cool now like I said say what you want but I mean that's pretty freaking amazing my my biggest concern with this whole thing is I pay three thousand dollars let's say for the myself. For two nights, okay. I'm immersed. 
since I walked through the fucking front door of this hotel, I'm in a pod, I go on a shuttle, I'm in the thing, I see Chewbacca and stormtroopers and all this stuff, and I see some fat guy wearing a Babylon 5 t-shirt, okay? Immersion broke, right? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we're on a cruise ship in the Galactic Empire, and then I get on the shuttle to go to, to Batu, which is Galaxy's Edge, and I get out, and then I see everyone wearing fucking Mickey ears and, and all this stuff. It's like... Is there certain times they re- they release you into the park, like after the park closes? This would make sense, right? Like you stay at the ho- know, man. you stay at the hotel, you never go there during the day. The park closes, right? Because it closes around eight or nine o'clock at night. Okay, the, the park does. So if they just cut that that section off at seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night, you can't go into Star- Galaxy's Edge anymore, and then the the hotel group comes in. That that makes sense, right? Because otherwise, fat dude with Babylon Five T-shirt ruins the immersion. Like for two days, I've been in a Star Cruiser with lightsabers and battles and all this stuff, and then uh, I see some guy scratching his nuts with a Babylon Five T-shirt inside Star who Wars. Farted. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? The shirt that says "Who farted?" Yeah. So, so that that to me is the only thing I'm worried about when you pay three thousand dollars. Because if I want immersion. Right, think, think about this. When we did that void thing and we and we looked like stormtroopers, right? We thought we were stormtroopers, right? Can you imagine? All of a sudden, I look at somebody else, and all of a sudden, he's wearing a uh, a Battlestar Galactica outfit. You're like, yeah, that that's that's not one of the stormtroopers, right? You would have been pulled out of the immersion of the actual VR, right? I just hope that they 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 figure something out with that. So the bus that they're building, right, pulls up to a a, a bay. Okay, at the hotel, and when you get in it, the bus is blacked out. It, it looks like a bus from the outside, but the inside is decked out to look like a fucking like cruiser to bring you to like the a actual, transport like, a transport like a transport ship, ship to bring you to the thing. And the inside is like segregated or like a like a ride itself. It's supposed to be like it's it's uh, on hydraulics or whatever inside. So as you're as you're driving, it's gonna move and shift, so you don't know you're like on a bus. Okay, that's see. That's the attention to detail I'm talking about Disney. And then you can't just walk into the park and see some guy wearing a Toy Story shirt or, or, or something else. Do you know what I mean? You want that full immersion. So I can't imagine they would be there during the day. It would have to be during the day, especially since they know in advance. Like, you probably can't book, like, a Friday, Thursday, Friday. You had to probably do, like, a Friday, Saturday, right? Or Saturday, Sunday. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I don't this, think there's overlapping. These are, all, these are all good questions. I don't think there's overlapping. What I'm saying is... You can't do like a, I'm coming in on Thursday to Friday and then someone else is coming in on a Friday to Saturday. I think you have to book in certain things, maybe. I don't know. Actually, no, that would work because if the person on their second day goes to the park and you're the first part coming in, so you're seeing people that have already been on the ship, on the cruise, and then, I don't know, it'll be interesting to see. But again, to see it, it's going to cost you like $3,000. Right. <laughs> so... My question to Sarge is, when are we going? When are we doing this? <laughs> I mean, I've been putting I've been putting money away for this now. I, I just need to know what the number is. I don't know if it has the price here. Let me see. Uh, that's tar- price and tickets. No, this- I, I just I just need to know what the number is. I, I'm going to say. Like I have to start saving a little bit more than what I am. Got it. Can you imagine? Is it like a cruise ship though? Like you pay you pay three thousand dollars. Is all food included? I, I don't. We, there's no talking. Because because. There's no talking about anything because they don't even know. They can't it, even get people to go to the park, bro. Uh, Never mind trying to get to this hotel for $3,000. Look, let me tell you. 
that's that's uh they're not hurting for people not in the park they they're technically doing this on purpose they do this they're, they're they do, gouging the crap out of people i know yeah, how it works yeah yeah they're doing it on purpose they don't want the crowds there like you could go up to star wars galaxies it's nice it's comfortable you can walk around and you and you and you feel i think they're doing that on purpose why because of this i think this is to make it feel like you're so you want it to be like, it's so basically it's like the ritz carlton of of disney yeah, only only the elite of the elite can go visit Star Wars, but two. I, I think it's something like that. I mean, the way they're doing it. I haven't been on the Resistant ride yet. I hear it's phenomenal, but I I, I think they're they're doing that because you could go to the rest of the park. And it's busy, but you go to Star Wars Galaxies and it's just like eh. it's cool, but it's not a lot of people there. It's not a lot of people, and it's because of the groupings that they've been doing to stop masses of just wandering around so you can go and it's comfortable. You don't have to wait a long time to get your food or sit down or go make a lightsaber or do a droid. It's just, it's just comfortable. It really is. It's just a comfortable place to go. And by far, it's the best looking. It's the best looking part of the land in all the parks. Like you look at it and you're like, this is fucking amazing. Like you forget when you're there, you forget that you're actually at a theme park for a second, right? Until you see the prices of the drinks and stuff. And then you're like, oh yeah, I'm at Disney. Right, that, that's <laughs> they should force people to wear stormtrooper stuff. They're they're at 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 Galaxy's Edge. There is a Imperial store and there is a Rebel like outpost and stuff like that. So there are people that go buy stormtrooper stuff and they do sell. You could buy stormtrooper costume like full armor there, right? But you can't wear it at the park. You just can't wear it at the park, right? But people come around. Uh, it's very interactive, right? I went in hating it. I went in wanting to hate galaxy's edge but when my son and i and my wife went there and i saw my son's eyes light up and he's never seen a star wars before he saw this right he's never seen star wars before he saw this he saw this place and he knows who chewy is because of shirts and all these other things my son was terrified of mickey mouse and goofy and all these other characters he saw chewbacca and he ran up to him and gave him a hug and i was just like oh what's happening right now my brain was like fight it i was like the dark side to good side i was like i want to i want to hate this so bad but then my son was like so in love with chewbacca and then the way the world is and the way the characters and the and the cast members talk to you like you bring your phone out and you're like hey can i get a quick picture of my phone they're like what's a phone right and they're like oh you mean your communicator like they're in it man they're in depth and like you talk to them and try to get them to talk about like ask questions of like hey when's the time going to be and they're like uh what are you talking about oh the trading post is over here and the, they talk like they're actual people on the planet of batu right and well, that, i paid three thousand dollars you better be talking like something <laughs> right so you better you better be talking like something it really is a cool experience and i think people were making more of a, a mountain over a molehill I, I like i said i wanted to hate it when i went there but i just couldn't like making the droid and seeing r2 like move around the park and Kylo and the stormtroopers walking through. It's, it's fucking amazing. It really is. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. So that's just that's just my theory or my 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 two cents on it. So I think I think we hit all the stories. I think we hit all the stories. Let me just make sure. Uh, we got the rumor. We did the Grand Theft Auto. We did the Disney thing. We did the Microsoft thing. Yeah. Once again, we did it. Uh, is it is it Battlefield Five or Elder Scrolls tonight? Yeah, I think we should do. Let's do the new the new map with Battlefield Five. Let's do, we'll do that. Uh, that is the episode, 203 episodes, and number 203 is in the can. I do appreciate you guys coming out, listening, and watching to Generation X Gaming, a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories in the past week, and you rant along the way. 
Uh, we're here every single Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, like clockwork, uh, just like the audio issues, like clockwork. We're here every single Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Mixer.com slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can listen to us after the fact over on YouTube slash 30 and Still Gaming. You can also follow me at 30 and Still Gaming on Twitter. You can follow Sarge, Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Names are right below. Uh, you can also listen to the audio formats on Google Play, Spotify, Anchor, and iTunes, and many other platforms. Um, check out the podcast link down below, which is right there. Um, if you click on Anchor, it'll it'll bring up all the other platforms that we, we are a part of. If you would like to support this podcast in any way, shape, or form, you can subscribe to us over on Anchor.fm. It is not necessary. We've been making this, fo- uh, this content for... Uh, five years going we're going on to six years now uh, for the content this is our sixth season season six says right there um, so we do appreciate everyone that comes out every single week I appreciate all the listeners on iTunes Google Play Spotify and anchor.fm we've we have tons and tons of listeners that help us and just listening to the podcasts over on anchor right if you just listen to those podcasts over on anchor iTunes Google Play we get we get uh, money from anchor right so it helps us if you go listen um, and, and just listen to the dailies and listen to the ones, uh, it helps us tremendously, right? It helps us tremendously. Uh, so I do appreciate you guys. Don't go anywhere. We are going to be playing Battlefield five tonight. We're just going to take a quick break. We'll, we'll start at around 10 20, uh, for Battlefield five. I'm going to stretch my legs and stuff and we'll see you guys on the next one. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Take, take care guys. and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and write about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation Well, I don't get the sound coming from the stream. It's like five minutes after I turn the volume up. Uh, where's that option? <laughs>